Welcome to the Alger Podcast. Following the podcast, there will be a brief disclosure. Hello, I'm Alex Bernstein, and you're listening to the Alger Podcast, investing in growth and change. Recently, and for the second year in a row, the Alger Dynamic Opportunities Fund won the prestigious HFM Award, which celebrates outstanding hedge fund strategies globally, in the category Best 40 Act Fund. The Dynamic Opportunities Fund, beyond being a hedged equity strategy, has a unique management team structure. And here to explain a bit about what that is, is Client Portfolio Manager Alan Kirby. Alan, thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Thanks, Alex. Alan, just to set the table a little bit, Dynamic Opportunities is a portfolio with a very specific direction and goal. Can you talk about that a bit? I think that one of the things that has really benefited Alger Dynamic Opportunities over the last few years is that it's actually pretty simple, and we like to keep it pretty simple. It's stock selection. The stated objective of the fund is to find, using Alger's strength of research abilities, fundamental bottom-up research, to find what we think are the best long ideas for our long portfolio and the companies that we think have the greatest probability of falling in share price for our short portfolio. So fundamental research on the long and importantly on the short side, that's what drives the investment process. Now, it's important to mention, we will use some ETFs in the dynamic opportunities portfolio. Those typically appear in the short portfolio. But However, when you look at all of the assets that are in the portfolio, typically around 80% of them or even a little bit better, they're invested in stocks. And so they're invested in stocks long and short. Alan, from your experience talking to investors and advisors, how do you think people are using long-short equity products in their portfolios? Well, you know, for long-short equity, particularly with our advisor partners across the year, I've found some people using it in ways expected, and I've found others using it in some very unexpected ways. When we think of institutional asset allocation, there are your classic equities, long-only equities, bonds, cash, other standard asset allocations, and then there might be a bucket for alternatives. Within that alternatives bucket, there might be private equity solutions, there might be commodities, real assets, but they'll typically also be hedge funds. And so for that standard classic asset allocation, there'll be this hedge fund component, and long-short equity might be a a sizable footprint within that. Now, the second one, I think, is investors looking to delineate alpha, and this so-called alpha, or pure return, is very desirable from a risk mitigation standpoint. And then the third and the final one that I would mention is the one that's really been quite fascinating to me, are folks that have been using it as a beta portfolio because there might be attractive risk characteristics. When I see the macro outlook, clearly, this is the advisor thinking about my clients and her asset allocation, they said, I might dial this down. I'll have more beta because I really feel like I know what's going on in the economy. In an environment like take the one we're in right now, it's been a very, very murky macro environment during a period like that. We think the advisor might dial up the component of long-short equity just to take a little bit of that volatility off of the table within the overall portfolio. I find that very interesting. And then, you know, a fourth and final one I would mention too is other people use uh, long-short equity to augment their bond portfolio in the event that maybe the return profile hasn't been what they wanted. 
Alan, one of the unique things about the Dynamic Opportunities portfolio is its team structure. How do the teams work that manage this strategy? Yeah, you know, Alex, that's correct. There are two teams that run the Alger Dynamic Opportunities Fund. And I guess the place to begin is 2009. And from 2009 until 2017, was solely managed out of New York, led by Alger CEO and CIO Dan Chung, and as well as our Director of Quantitative and Risk Management, Greg Adams. In March of 2017, Alger acquired Boston-based Weatherby Capital, uh, who, by the way, had themselves been managing small and mid-cap growth fundamental long-short strategies going all the way back to 2006. So with that 2017 acquisition of Weatherby, the assets of Alger Dynamic Opportunities were split 50-50, with half continuing to be managed by the New York team, all cap, the other half being managed by the Boston Weatherby team. Now, we think both teams, they complement one another and they make Alger Dynamic Opportunities a true multi-manager, fundamental, long-short hedged portfolio. And what's the process of those two teams? What I would say is what drives this portfolio is fundamental stock research. And the research efforts of Boston and the New York offices are kept separate. Now, on the other hand, the two portfolio teams, they do have ad hoc and regularly scheduled meetings in which they review the combined portfolio, what the two halves look like when they're put together, and they evaluate the names at a portfolio manager level. And this is really where I mentioned a moment ago, Greg Adams and his director of quantitative and risk management role, he'll lead this discussion. So he sees the two portfolios combined and he can look down through it and lead a discussion on factor analysis, reviewing the key metrics for the combined portfolio. Alan, I'd love to hear about one or two of the holdings that the teams are excited about. Yeah, sure. Um, Alex, that's a great question. And what I would share with you is that we think you can find great growth companies in cyclicals. One really good example would be a small regional bank that we hold in our portfolio. And we think this regional bank, easily overlooked by many other investment managers, has an extraordinary management team, in our opinion and a management team that's visionary and that sees and uses technology in some very interesting and disruptive ways. For example, this bank during the last year entered into the lending space in Silicon Valley between private equity firms and large pension clients. So for example, let's say the state of Iowa employees pension system decides they wanna get 2 billion of private equity exposure they hire a private equity firm. Well, what happens, Alex? It's a seven-year investment. The private equity firm comes to the state with a capital call. So they might say, we need a check for $24 million. However, you know, they're a large, somewhat quasi-bureaucratic organization. It might take a while for the check to get cut. And this small bank that I mentioned has entered into that lending space and solves that problem for both sides with a new business for them that's increasing their loan growth and is also immediately accretive to earnings. Another good example would be, I'll just pick one on the secular side, which would be a liquid biopsy company that is in the medical research space 
and is, in our opinion, a game changer. They currently have an ability to provide prenatal liquid biopsy testing for an unborn child, but the technology that they have and the science that they have is applicable to many wide markets that include things like kidney transplants and, and many other addressable markets which are under review at this time by the FDA. And when we look at this company, we think their potential to grow is really significant. So we think we've got secular growers, we've got cyclical growers. And how about one on the short side? On the short side, there's been, as you can imagine, there's been no lack of new ideas. Why? One thing that I would point to is the Chicago Board of Options Exchange, VIX, the, uh, the VIX Volatility Index. It measures the future volatility of options looking out 100 days. And some people refer to it as a fear index. The VIX has been at a very, very high level, way above its historical norm. Now, for some, that may create worry and concern, but for your Dynamic Opportunities portfolio team, we like to say that volatility equals opportunity, and it can equal great opportunity on the short portfolio as well. And to give you an example, we have one name in the short portfolio, which is one of a group of companies that are all insurance companies. Now, these insurance companies are all very small companies. And they all stated that they had an interest in entering the home and auto space. So these specialty insurers, for example, one provides earthquake insurance, and they're good at it, and it's a profitable business, but they've stated they want to enter the home and auto space. We think that's a tough space to break into. And so these smaller companies, individually, the positions can be quite volatile and have a lot of movement. And so instead of picking one, we might pick two or three and build a basket. When we take a basket approach to our short portfolio, we can then have a smaller position across a group of them that share this thesis. One of those names is a company, their specialty is providing pet insurance. So during COVID, a lot of people went out and bought a pet because they were at home and some of these purebred animals are very expensive and they want health insurance for it. Well, we think the company is good at doing that, but their ability to crack the home and auto space has been daunting to say the least. So that's the basket approach to shorting that the portfolio team takes. Well, I really hope the pet insurance people get back to their core competency because I certainly don't want any of those pets to suffer. And nor would I. Alan, thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening. For more of our latest insights and for more information on the Alger Dynamic Opportunities Fund, please visit alger.com. The views expressed are the views of Fred Alger Management, LLC, FAM, and its affiliates as of March 2022. These views are subject to change at any time and may not represent the views of all portfolio management teams. These views should not be interpreted as a guarantee of the future performance of the markets, any security, or any funds managed by FAM. These views are not meant to provide investment advice and should not be considered a recommendation to purchase or sell securities. Holdings and sector allocations are subject to change. Risk disclosures. Investing in the stock market involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Growth stocks may be more volatile than other stocks as their prices tend to be higher in relation to their company's earnings and may be more sensitive to market political and economic developments. Technology companies may be significantly affected by competition, innovation, regulation, and product obsolescence and may be more volatile than the securities of other companies. Local, regional, or global events such as war, acts of terrorism, the spread of infectious illness such as COVID-19, or other public health issues, recessions, or other events could have a significant impact on investments. A 
significant portion of assets may be invested in securities of companies in related sectors and may be similarly affected by economic, political, and market events and conditions and may be more vulnerable to unfavorable sector developments. Cash positions may underperform relative to equity and fixed income securities. Options and short sales could increase market exposure. Magnifying losses and increasing volatility. Assets may be invested in financial derivative instruments, FDIs, such as total return swaps, TRS, or options which involve risks including possible counterparty default illiquidity and the risk of losses greater than if they had not been used. Issuers of convertible securities may be more sensitive to economic changes. Investing in companies with small capitalizations involves the risk that such issuers may have limited product lines of financial resources. Lack management depth or have limited liquidity. Leverage increases volatility in both up and down markets and its cost may exceed the return of borrowed securities. Foreign securities involve special risks including currency fluctuations, inefficient trading, political and economic instability, and increased volatility. Active trading may increase transaction costs, brokerage commissions, and taxes, which can lower the return on investment. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Altrin Dynamic Opportunities Fund Class Z won the HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2021 for Best 40 Act Fund out of eight entries in the Best 40 Act Fund category. Any fund satisfying the following requirements were eligible for the HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2021. Must be based in North America. Must submit monthly performance data for USD share class to HFM. Must have a minimum of $25 million in assets under management as of June 2021. And must submit a three-year track record of monthly performance through June 2021 to HFM. The judges for the HFM HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2021 were carefully selected for their wealth of experience and alternatives expertise and were comprised of leading institutional and private investors and investment consultants. Judges focused on absolute performance as well as standard deviation of returns and outperformance of the relevant HFM benchmark. They also took into consideration the relative AUM, nature of the investment strategy, track records, other supporting materials, and professional knowledge they have about shortlisted funds to come to their decisions. The winners were announced on November 4th, 2021, Alger Dynamic Opportunities Fund Class C also won the HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2020 for Best 40 Act Fund out of 12 entries in the Best 40 Act Fund category based on the same criteria as of June 2020. Past performance is not an indication or guarantee of future results. Alpha measures the difference between a portfolio's actual returns and its expected performance given its level of risk as measured by beta. Beta measures a portfolio's sensitivity to market movements relative to a particular index. A portfolio with a beta of 1 would be expected to have returns equal to such index. VIX is the ticker symbol and popular name for the Chicago Board Option Exchange's CBOE Volatility Index, a popular measure of the stock market's expectation of volatility based on S&P 500 index options. S&P 500 is an index of large company stocks considered to be representative of the U.S. stock market. Important information for U.S. investors. This material must be accompanied by the most recent fund fact sheets if used in connection with the sale of mutual fund and ETF shares. Fred Alger Company LLC serves as distributor of the Alger Mutual Funds. Fred Alger Company LLC, 100 Pearl Street, New York, New York, 10004, alger.com.